Hello and welcome to Mouse in the Mitten Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your Disney trivia knowledge over a variety of topics. My name's Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions, covering everything from your basic Disney knowledge to some little unknown facts. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure at the end of this you let us know what your score is on social media at Mouse in the Mitten, on TikTok, on Instagram, and on Facebook, and as well as YouTube. Make sure if you're on YouTube that you comment your score, that you subscribe, and as well as click that notification button. That way you know when these videos come out every single Thursday. And hey, if you want your Disney vacation to go from good to great, let me know. Would love to help you get everything set up. Would love to make it the best vacation you possibly can. Feel free to email me at mouseinthemitten at gmail.com. Would love to get you set up. Well, hey, we are here for some fun and for some trivia. So let's get started with round one. And round one is titled even stevens this is a disney channel original show that is very pivotal to me i love the show i love the movie i love the characters i loved everything about it so we're going to talk about the even stevens show we're going to talk about some of the characters and we're going to talk about a show that in my personal opinion should have lasted a little bit longer we'll talk about that a little bit in this round but let's get started with question number one who played Lewis Stevens in Even Stevens? Question number two. How many seasons was Even Stevens on the Disney Channel? Question number three. What was the name of the Stevens neighbor who would come over from time to time? Question number four. What were the names of Lewis Stevens' best friends? Question number five. What Glee actress, known for portraying Santana Lopez, appeared in one episode in season three? And question number six. In season one, what comedian did Louis Stevens have an album of in his room? All right, I'm going to play some music for you and then come on back and we'll get you some answers. some answers here on even stevens so question number one who played lewis stevens and even stevens that would be of course shia labeouf now he had had some small roles before this uh, show started but this kind of catapulted shia labeouf into the stardom and allowed him to kind of take some bigger roles take some bigger risks and continue to be a bigger name than what he is currently question number two how many seasons was Even Stevens on the Disney Channel? Well, that would be three seasons. Now, there was a thing back then, especially when Even Stevens was out, where Disney Channel only wanted to do shows for three seasons. You get three seasons, you get a Disney Channel original movie, we never hear from you again. And that's kind of, it was kind of weird because at the time, Even Stevens was the number one Disney Channel original show in terms of ratings on 
the Disney Channel. So it's kind of weird that they just like, yep, we got to stick with it no matter what. It's kind of weird that they did that, but you know, I think it in the long run ended up being a good move because of the path that Shia LaBeouf ended up taking and some of the things that followed. I think that ended up being the right move for them. Question number three. Who was the name of Steve of the Stevens neighbor who would come over from time to time? Well, that would be Bernard Arguin, also known as Beans. If you had just said Beans, you get the point there. He is the one that would come over. That's also one of the same actors from Cheaper by the Dozen as well. So if he if you're like, oh, he looked familiar, that's he's also in Cheaper by the Dozen and a couple other movies here and there after that. Question number four. What were the names of Louis Stevens' best friends? Well, that would be Alan Tweedy and Tawny Dean. Now, they would oftentimes just shorten Alan Tweedy's name to just Tweedy, but those were their two, his two best friends. Question number five. What Glee actress, known for portraying Santana Lopez, appeared in one episode in season three? Well, that would be Naya Rivera. Now, one of my favorite things to do with a show like this that's been off the air for a long time is to go back and kind of look through some of the actors and actresses that have been on the show, whether it was like a first time on a show, whether it was someone who was kind of up and coming that's bigger now. Naya Rivera was one of them. She kind of used this to kind of springboard her into a couple other roles that eventually landed her on Glee. And then last but not least, question number six. In season one, what comedian did Lewis Stevens have as an album in his room? Well, he had Richard Pryor. Now, after season one, they decided, you know, Richard Pryor may not be the best option for an album here. So they switched it to a more family-friendly choice of bill cosby so just it's funny how everything works out in time and that sort of stuff but if you look carefully in the background of season one in lewis stevenson's room you will see a richard Pryor album when you see it in season two and season three you will see a bill cosby what a great show i'm glad that it was on rather have it than not have it so i'm glad that it was on hopefully you enjoyed that round as well Continuing on now, we are going to move into round number two, and round number two is our fast facts round. For this round, I will have simple questions that have simple answers. For this round today, we are going to talk about who owns Marvel characters. For this round, I'm simply going to name a Marvel character. You just have to tell me who officially owns them, Disney or Fox. So for example, if I were to say Thor, you would say Disney because Disney currently has the rights to Thor. Now, technically Disney does own all of them, but there are separate Fox owned entities and separate Disney owned. And now they're starting to kind of bring them together, which is a good thing. It's created some good stories so far, but originally one of the reasons why Disney bought Fox is to get some of those Marvel characters. Let's get started with question number one, Iron Man. Question number two, Wolverine. Question number three, Deadpool. Question number four, Black Widow. Question number five, Silver Surfer. And question number six, Professor X. Now, again, some iconic names here, and 
Some of them have already gotten their movie. Some of them are going to get a movie. Some of them, you know, had a movie with Fox, but now they're going to get one with Disney and everything else like that. So let's get started with question number one, Iron Man. That is, of course, the movie that kind of sparked the most recent MCU wave. That would be Disney. And obviously, Robert Downey Jr. did a great job, revolutionized Marvel, and again, made it to what it is today, or at least helped make it to what it is today. Question number two, Wolverine, technically owned by Fox. It was originally owned by Fox. So Wolverine has come over now to Disney. There you've seen some crossover between him and kind of the guy that plays the next one, which leads us into question number three, Deadpool. That is, of course, also Fox. They originally owned Deadpool as well. Again, there's some crossover. If you are an NFL fan like myself, if you're a Taylor Swift fan like my wife, you know that a couple or two weeks ago when the Chiefs played the Jets, that in the box with Taylor Swift was Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. So yeah, they're still trying to figure things out there. They've had some fun with that as well. So hopefully we get something here really soon. Question number four, Black Widow. That is, of course... Disney, that is, of course, Scarlett Johansson. That is the one of the main parts of the current MCU universe. Excited to see. The Black Widow was a very good movie. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Gave her a good backstory. So cool to see her. And I'm glad that they developed that character a little bit more as well. Question number five. Silver Surfer. That one is owned by Fox. Now, it's interesting because in Age of Ultron, I, I thought that Silver Surfer was the twin, the really fast one. I think I was wrong. I think that might have been Flash or something like that. But they never necessarily gave him a name. So I thought that was supposed to be Silver Surfer. But I guess technically Silver Surfer is owned by Fox. I, I don't that We're starting to get deeper than my Marvel knowledge there. But still technically Silver Surfer owned by Fox. Last but not least, question number six. Professor X, we talked about Wolverine earlier. Of course, if you got Wolverine, then you know this one is Fox as well. Professor X, creator of the X-Men. Uh, we did see him in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, he's technically owned by Fox, but again, this is an example of Disney merging the Fox characters and getting on to that next chapter of Marvel, and that's something that I am super excited about. Continuing on now into round number three, and round number three is our connecting the circles round. The way that this round works is I'm going to ask you five questions, and these questions may or may not be Disney-related. But the answers do relate to each other in some way through Disney. And that's going to be your sixth question is what is the connection? So let's get started with question number one. How many legs are there on a typical dog, cat, and elephant? Question number two. How many days are usually associated with a work week? Question number three. How many points are scored when someone scores a touchdown in football? Question number four. According to Three Dog Night, what number is the loneliest number? Question number five. How many peninsulas is the state of Michigan made up of? 
And question number six is what is the connection between those answers? Some of them I know are very basic. Hopefully it makes a little bit of sense, especially when you come up with those answers. I'm gonna give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with that connection, and then I will return. some answers here and let's see if we can make that connection all right so question number one how many legs are there on a typical dog cat and elephant well that is of course four each animal there has four legs so the correct answer there is four question number two how many days are usually associated with the work week well that is of course five you got monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday that is a five-day work week that's pretty typical here in the united states Question number three, how many points are scored when someone scores a touchdown in football? That is six. Technically, whenever a touchdown is scored, it's worth six points. After that, you have the option to go for one or two. Most of the time, they go for one. So if you said seven, I'll give you a pass. At least you were close. Question number four, according to Three Dog Night, what number is the loneliest number? That would be the number one because one is the loneliest number. And that, you know, that's apparently true, but two can be as bad as one. It's the loneliest number since the number one. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt, I guess. But the correct answer there is one is the loneliest number. And then question number five, how many peninsulas is the state of Michigan made up of? It is made up of two peninsulas and we are creative. We call one the upper, we call the other one the lower and you know, yeah, upper peninsula, lower peninsula. Uh, right now in the Upper Peninsula, it is snowing, so I am glad I am in the Lower Peninsula. That that works out well for me as well. All right, so we had answers such as four, five, six, one, and two. Well, that is, of course, the order of Star Wars episodes released. You start out with Star Wars Episode Four, then you go to Star Wars Five. You got then six, and then it jumps all the way back to one, then two, and then, of course, we've had everything that's followed since then. Um, but that is the order in which Star Wars movies were released. Again, some basic questions there. Hopefully, you were able to make that connection and connect those circles there. Hopefully, you had a little bit of fun with that one as well. Continuing on now into round number four, and as mentioned last week, uh, we didn't do movie anniversaries last week because we were so focused on the parks, but there were a couple of good movies in which we could talk about. So this week, there were no real good movie anniversaries, so we're going to revert back to one from last week. So today, we are going to talk about the movie Cool Runnings. This is one of my all-time favorite movies. It is a sports movie, so that might have something to do with it, but I also have some deep memories of watching this movie on the Disney Channel, so that might play a factor as well, but all these questions have to do with the movie Cool Runnings. So let's get started with question number one. What country's bobsled team is the story of Cool Runnings about? Question number two. What Olympics did the true story take place? Question number three. What planes, trains, and automobiles, Uncle Buck, and Home Alone actor played Coach Irv in Cool Runnings? Question number four. What three-word phrase, usually asked by Doris Bannock, is among the most quoted lines from Cool Runnings. 
Question number five. A movie starring a Greatest Showman actor and a Rocketman actor came out of these same Olympic Games. Name that movie. And question number six. What famous composer, known for his work in movies such as Gladiator, Dune, Dunkirk, and The Simpsons, provided the music for Cool Runnings? Alright, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music. If you want to pause now and go watch the movie, highly recommend it. Otherwise, you know, you can wait till after and then watch the movie. Either way, I'm going to come back with the answers after a little bit of music. Let's get you some answers here on Cool Runnings. So question number one. What country's bobsled team is the story of Cool Runnings about? That would be Jamaica. Obviously, a Jamaican bobsled team that is very rare. It has come out. They have come to a couple other games since then. But Jamaica, known more for their Summer Olympic sprinters as opposed to their bobsledders. Which leads us into question number two. What Olympics did the true story take place? Well, that would be the 1988 Winter Olympics. Now, we're going to tie that in with a question here in a little bit, but there's also a Bob Iger tie-in with all of this as well. We'll cover that here in just a little bit. It's I, I, I had a mild freak out when I read, read um, this connection here. Question number three. What planes, trains, and automobiles, Uncle Buck, and Home Alone actor played Coach Irv in Cool Runnings? Well, that would be... John Candy. This was the last movie that John Candy actually saw before his death. Um, it's one of the last movies he did before he passed away. So it's kind of cool to see him. And he is just brilliant in this movie. Typical John Candy form. Question number four. What three-word phrase, usually asked by Doris Bannock, is among the most quoted lines from Cool Runnings? And that is, Senka, you dead? And that is, they asked that probably two, three times throughout the movie. It's a funny line. There is one time in which it's asked and it kind of turns, but is one of the most quotable lines. That's where, if you've ever heard that line, Senka, you dead. That's usually where, that's where it comes from is from the movie Cool Runnings. Question number five. A movie starring a greatest showman actor and a rocket man actor came out of the same Olympics. Name that movie. That would be. Eddie the Eagle. That is obviously not a Disney movie, but some good names that are in that. And that came out of this same Olympics, the same 1988 Winter Olympics. Now, again, the connection there, if you didn't know, the Olympics at the time were um, on ABC. Now, Bob Iger was the one who directed and was in charge of producing the 1988 Olympics for all of the ABC networks here in the United States. And he mentions in his book about how bad the weather was. Now it's bad in terms of it was unseasonably warm. So there were a lot of outdoor events that were flat out canceled. A lot of downhill skiing, cross country skiing, that sort of stuff. But they were able to find these two magnificent stories out of this Olympics between the 1988 Jamaican bobsled team. And then of course, Eddie, the Eagle, if you have not seen Eddie, the Eagle, it's about a 
English man who wants to become a long jumper and there's just not a lot of long jumpers that come out of England and how he did it and his story, everything else like that. He didn't win a medal, but it's still his story is one that is really, really cool. Last but not least, question number six. What famous composer known for his work in movies such as Gladiator, Dune, Dunkirk, and of course The Simpsons played the, was provided the music for Cool Runnings? That would be Hans Zimmer. He is a legendary composer. He's one of my favorite composers. One, at least once a month or so, I'll pop on his Pandora station. Yes, I still listen to Pandora, but his music is just phenomenal. If you're like, I have no idea... That's the, those four, the Dune, Dunkirk, Gladiator, and The Simpsons, just, that's just a short list. His movie list is amazing. But again, great movie. It's on Disney+. Plus. If you have the opportunity to watch Cool Runnings, I highly recommend it. It's very good and one of my all-time favorite movies. All right, let's move on into our last round. And this round this week is called Disney Taglines. For this round, what's going to happen is I'm going to give you a Disney tagline. You just have to simply tell me what movie is that is that tagline from. Now, taglines used to be a bigger deal. It used to be a more renowned thing. It used to be like on the posters. It used to be every time you heard an advertisement for this movie, you knew what movie they were going to talk about, and this was the tagline that was associated with it. It's a little bit. It's coming out of fashion a little bit. There's still some movies that have that, but. We're going to have a little bit of fun with this and some fun taglines. So let's get started with question number one. The greatest adventure of all is finding our place in the circle of life. Question number two. Awaken to a world of wonders. Question number three. Get with the cats who know where it's at. Question number four. The celebration of a lifetime. Question number five. Catch the bug. And question number six. Just like magic and just for fun. All right, I'm going to give you some music, and then we will return and wrap up today's game. All right, let's get you some answers here. Let's wrap up today's game, and let's have a little bit of fun with this as well. So question number one. The greatest adventure of all is finding our place in the circle of life. Hopefully that those last three words, the circle of life gave that answer to you. That is the lion King. And that was oftentimes when you were watching the promo, this was one of the last lines that was said in that promo question. Number two, awaken to a world of wonders. We're talking. The keyword there is awaken. That is of course, Sleeping Beauty. Now, I did find it odd when I was doing some research on this topic. I found that some older movies, they had multiple of them. So I tried to pick ones that seemed to go part and parcel with their movies a little bit better. This is an example of one of those. Question number three. Get with the cats who know where it's at. 
that is the Aristocats. Again, there were multiples on that one. I figured this one was the one that could kind of spark that of the whole get with the cats. That cat, what cat, the, the words. Oh, it's the Aristocats. That is also, you know, from the song as well. Question number four. The Celebration of a Lifetime. This one is a newer one, but this one is Coco. Now, obviously, we've heard that phrase before, the Celebration of a Lifetime, but to tie it into Coco, that seems to make a little bit more sense as well. Question number five. Catch the Bug. It's not a bug's life. It, this one might be for a little bit old school, but Herbie the Love Bug. That, again, makes sense. It, Herbie was a race car. Catch the bug. You got to, yeah, again, makes a little bit of sense there. Kind of a fun tagline as well. Last but not least, question number five. Just like magic and just for fun, we are, of course, talking about the sword in the stones. Just like magic, and it's always just for fun. Another classic one. And again, another tagline that maybe if you thought about it a little bit, you're like, yeah, that kind of goes, that kind of makes some sense. That that kind of fits that movie perfectly as well well i want to thank you for tuning in this week if you love the show make sure you come back every single thursday i always have more disney trivia more disney fun if you are listening to us on apple make sure that you select to follow us when you select to follow us you select to automatically download if apple isn't your thing make sure you're following us wherever else you can if you are watching us here on youtube make sure you subscribe make sure you turn on that bell for notifications give us a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what your score is if you're listening to us let us know what your score is as a review and make sure you give us a five-star review with that score as well make sure you're following us on our social media at mouse in the mitten on instagram on tiktok on facebook and of course here on youtube as well and hey again if you want your disney vacation to go from just good to absolutely amazing Feel free to email me at mouseinthemitten at gmail.com. Would love to get you set up. Would love to get this trip taken care of and make it the most magical trip that it absolutely can be. Well, hey, my name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. I appreciate you tuning in this week, and I hope you have a great rest of the week, and I will see you next time.